Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. everybody welcome to today's episode where we are going to talk about simplifying your kids laundry if you are a mom who is overwhelmed by laundry and kids clothes no matter their ages right my kids are 14 all the way down to eight months right now um, and I'm going to talk to you about the psychology of laundry and kids clothes okay because that is the most complicated part of all of this. Okay. It's the most complicated part of clothes is the psychology and your mindset behind clothes. I want to start this off by saying too, oops, that I forgot to get up on Instagram. You know what? Whatever. Sorry, Instagram. You guys don't get to see this live. Um, but I'm reading a book called essentialism. And basically what he says is that we have to decide what is important to us and what we're actually spending our time on. Because if everything is important, right? You guys have probably heard this before. If everything is important, nothing is, right? I've told you guys this in the form of like sentimental things. If everything is sentimental, then nothing is. But he also suggests to shift your perspective on the things that you have and the things that you're letting go of, right? So when it comes to the stuff that we have, especially when it comes to kids' clothes, When we choose to declutter, it's a painful process because naturally we feel like we're losing something, right? It's hard to have something and then have it taken away from you. That's a pain that we experience. So he says to shift your mindset instead of seeing it as a pain, instead of seeing it as a loss, focus on everything that you're going to gain, right? You're going to gain freedom. You're going to gain time. You're going to gain energy. You're going to gain confidence as a mom because you're not going to be wasting your time feeling overwhelmed by it anymore, right? You're going to have all of that extra space to give your kids, right? Um, And to be honest, nobody, when it comes to things that are essential to us and important to us, nobody ever regrets getting rid of the things that weren't important, right? And that are not essential to them. So I'm telling you that because if you are struggling with clothes and laundry and kids' clothes, you will not regret getting rid of the excessive amount of clothes that you have, right? You cut out the trivial many so that you can have less but better, right? That's like the whole um, basis of his book is less but better. So... Think about that with your kids' clothes. You have a whole lot of trivial, which means unimportant, excessive, many, for what, right? For what? Why do you have it? We'll talk about those reasons here in a minute. But um, he also talks about how when you decide to move forward in the pursuit of less but better, it requires emotional discipline. And this hit me hard because when it comes to clothes, I really truly believe my personal opinion on this is that the hardest part of decluttering is the mental and emotional baggage that comes with clothes. The fear of just in case, the fear of what if, the fear of not being prepared, the fear of not having money to get them, the guilt associated with letting go of clothes that were given to us as gifts in the form of hand-me-downs, right? Um, The fear of, you know, I've had it in both ways where I have the fear of being judged for not being able to buy my kids 
new clothes off the rack and the fear of being judged because I choose to buy secondhand, right? And use consignment stores. I've had it on both ends. And that to me is evidence that decluttering the clothes is not a practical matter. It's an emotional matter. It's not logical. So it takes emotional discipline to do this. Okay. Um, now let's talk about some laundry psychology. Okay. I want to give you guys some fact and fiction, some fact and fiction. Wait, okay. Rewind just a little bit first. I have a whole thing of notes here. Um, I do want to preface this first by saying that because it's an emotional thing, I do believe that decluttering kids' clothes is much more emotional than it is practical. It's an emotionally charged subject. It's an emotionally charged subject for a lot of reasons. Um, it's emotionally charged because we are overwhelmed by the amount of laundry that we have to do. And so that makes us grumpy and snappy and it makes us short-sighted and it makes us feel attacked, right? It makes us feel um, all of these things. Um, and it's confusing, right? It's confusing because we have so much. How much do we actually have? We don't even know how much we actually have. How much do we actually need? We don't know how much we actually need. It's emotionally draining to figure this all out. And there's a lot of pressure because clothes are essential, right? It's not like we're, you know, we're just um, frivolously being like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know if my kids need clothes or not, right? Like they need clothes. They need clothes for different seasons. They need clothes to fit them. Um, so it's confusing and it's overwhelming and it's an emotional subject. And I want to start that off because when I talk about clothes, I talk about it from my perspective of what I do in my home and what I've found works for me. I don't ever expect any of you guys to think that I say we have seven to 10 outfits for my kids and that's the law. That's what you have to do. Because when I say that, it immediately shuts a lot of you guys down of like, that's a goal that's way too far and not aligned with what I actually want for my family. So I guess I'm just going to stay here and continue to be overwhelmed by my clothes, right? And I don't want that for you. I don't want to take on the responsibility of figuring out what that looks like for you. Um, but I do want to give you some truths so that you can start to figure it out for yourself. And if you want some very practical steps on doing this for yourself, I am in the process of creating a course, giving you the steps how to do this, right? How to figure out what your actual inventory is, how to set your inventory goals, how to monitor and track what you have in your home and what you need to get next, right? I'm going to give you an entire system on doing this and making it your own so that you don't have to think that my way is the one way, right? Because we all have an insane amount of variables. We have different amounts of kids. We have different, you know, genders there, you know, the age spans, the types of places that we live, the weather, you know, our personal preferences. Do we go to church? You know, some people need church clothes. Some people need daycare clothes. Some kids have uniforms. So it's impossible for me to run Motherhood Simplified and get to know you all on an individual level and come to your house and say, you need this and this and this and this and this. I can give you a system to give you the steps to do this for yourself and you can make it your own, which is exactly what I'm working on because I don't want you guys to feel like it has to be my way or what you're doing now or nothing, right? Like I want to give you guys a solution. So that's my solution. Um, okay. Now I also do not believe that 
motherhood is synonymous with never ending laundry, right? I don't believe that we have to be overwhelmed by laundry. I have five kids, five kids. Where I live yesterday, it was 80 degrees and hot and my kids were in swimsuits. Today, it's 30 degrees and we didn't go outside because it's cold and they don't wanna be out in the cold. So five kids, all of the weather, all of the things, and I don't have laundry piles and I don't get behind on my laundry. And it's not because I've hired somebody to do it. It's because I've simplified my laundry and I make my laundry work for me, okay? I don't believe that as moms, we have to be consumed and feel like we're dying because of laundry. And that's what I wanna talk to you guys about, okay? Now, we're gonna move into um, laundry facts and fiction, okay? Things that I have observed in my own home and in Motherhood Simplified as I work with you all and I coach you all and I've taught hundreds of moms how to declutter their homes, these are the facts that I have seen. And I'm gonna give you evidence of this as well so that it, it's less of my opinion and more truth that hopefully you can see. Too much is the actual issue when it comes to clothes and it's not, not enough, right? The reason, the number one reason that I see, or one of the number one reasons that I see moms saying that they can't declutter is because they're worried that they won't have enough, okay? We can see evidence that too much is the problem in consignment stores that turn away the majority of the things that we bring to them because they are already overwhelmed. We see evidence of too much in the form of thrift stores like Goodwill taking the clothes and passing them from three other Goodwill stores to the Goodwill outlet and then to a third world country because there are too many clothes, okay? We see evidence of this in the inability to resell clothes because there's a huge supply and demand imbalance, right? There is too much to sell. People aren't buying it because they already have enough. We are seeing it in the amount of hand-me-downs. One of the number one reason or requests that you guys had for support in decluttering your kids' clothes was managing the hand-me-downs. We see evidence of too much. Hey, Heather. And if, because of the fact that most of us are drowning in hand-me-downs, okay? Most of us are drowning in hand-me-downs. And I got a really interesting email. If the mom um, who sent me this pops on or is here, let me know. But she's from New Zealand. And I have an email that goes out about the, the, the one laundry solution you need, right? And she wrote back and said, I feel like this is, you know, a, a problem that is unique to the US and Canada and some other countries because we just don't have fast fashion where we're from, right? Like it's 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 weird, it's it's out of the norm if people are doing more than one load of laundry, you know, a day or every other day, right? Like they went on vacation or something. Um, or, you know, they didn't do laundry for two weeks and now they're catching up. It's not normal where she's from for families, even large families, to do multiple loads of laundry a day because they don't have the volume that we have here in our part of the world. Um, so there's evidence all around us that 
too much is the issue, not, not enough, right? We're drowning in clothes, literally. As a society, we are drowning in so many clothes that we push them off onto third world countries. I'm not kidding you. I want to get my dad on a, on a video one time so that you guys know that I'm not making this up. But my dad and I went on a vacation to the Dominican Republic and we saw a guy riding down the street on his bicycle wearing an East High Thunderbirds t-shirt, which was the high school that my dad went to school at, okay, in Alaska. Like, that's, that's how many clothes we have that we're pushing them off onto other countries. So, fact, <laughs> you're not going to run out of clothes. You will always have enough clothes. And I personally believe that clothes are consumable, right? They are a consumable item. And for me, that means that I would rather buy a smaller amount of clothes and have my kids actually wear them out rather than push them off onto somebody else, right? Because we, we give our friends our hand-me-downs, we donate them, we give them to everybody else. The solution is not to donate more or to reuse hand-me-downs more. It's not. It's to use your clothes as a consumable item, wear them until they're worn out, and then get more, right? Like, that's okay. They're a consumable item. They're basically like a paper plate. <laughs> um, um, and, and they're meant to be used. They're meant to be worn out. That's my... That's my personal opinion, okay? That's not a fact. But I do think that the solution is not to continue passing it around and gifting it to everybody because nobody wants more hand-me-downs, right? I don't want more hand-me-downs. Okay, I'm not gonna say that I don't want them. <laughs> but, but largely, right? Like that's not the solution. Everyone's drowning in hand-me-downs. Um, it's very overwhelming, which is evidence that we have too much. Okay. Fiction. That was my first fact. Let's move into a fiction. Um, hang on. Let's see what Shaylee has. So Shaylee says, I hand clothes down from big brother to baby sister and use all our clothes until they're worn out and then get more Garanimals clothes. Okay. Yeah. I don't want you guys to think that I'm like, oh, don't ever, don't ever give anybody hand-me-downs. But I do think that the volume of hand-me-downs is way too much, right? We have too much. And that's another one of the things that I'll talk about here in a little bit. But um, I... Um, use hand-me-downs for like, cause now I finally have two girls, you know, just under two years apart. So I am doing some hand-me-downs, but for the most part, when Kaylee's done with the size that she's in, they're so worn out that it's not worth it for me to keep for Tara. There are an exception for some of the clothes um, that I am keeping for Tara, which will be in the blog post that I write. But for the most part, the clothes are worn out. They're worn out. They've lived their life. Nobody wants them. Um, Natalie says, so helpful seeing them as a consumable. I've never thought of them like that, but it's so true. Yeah. And it, that has forced me to buy less, right? Like when it, my kids size up or they get new seasons, I buy less. I don't, I, I want them to wear it out, right? I want them to wear their clothes out. Um, and the thing about supply and demand is that if everybody did this, clothes would, the supply would naturally go down. The prices would go down. We would, you know, fix the market and it wouldn't be these crazy outrageous prices and we wouldn't have this crazy outrageous supply and demand issue. Um, we wouldn't have kids working in sweatshops to keep up with the demand that we are creating as a society and it would, it would fix itself. Okay. Um, okay. Let's talk about fiction. Okay. This is a fun one. 
And this is one of the things, this is one of the things that I want to talk to you guys about. Decluttering clothes is a mindset thing. It is a mental and emotional process versus a practical one. Whether this is not the reason that you are overwhelmed by clothes, whether seasons and your, your geographic location is not the reason that you are overwhelmed by kids' clothes. Okay. It's not the reason that you're drowning in kids' clothes. Now, hear me out because you're going to, I know what you're thinking. I live in four seasons. I live in wherever, wherever, it doesn't matter where you live. Okay. Because you can live in the Midwest. You can live in Alaska. You can live in Southern California. I'm not kidding. When my friend was like, she, she literally lives in San Diego where it's 75 degrees, 350 days a year and said, I have too many clothes because the weather is going to change and I'm going to need it. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like that is not how it works. Weather and seasons and geographic location is a very easy out into falling into the trap of having too many things and choosing to stay overwhelmed by your clothes. I can tell you this because I have lived in Alaska. It's basically one season. I have lived in Florida. It's basically one season. I've lived in Idaho, all four crazy seasons. I've lived in Southern California, basically one season. I live in the Midwest. I told you guys at the beginning of this episode, yesterday it was 80 degrees and my kids were in swimsuits playing in the sprinkler. Today it was 30 degrees. There was frost on the ground and I am not drowning in clothes. I am not drowning in clothes. We have everything for all of the seasons and it's manageable, right? Um, so that is fiction. And I don't tell you this to dismiss the fact that you do need sweaters and you do need jackets and you do need pants and you do need shorts, but you don't need them in the volume or the amount that you have, right? Um, and this is exactly what I'm covering in the Simplify Your Kids wardrobe course, how to make sure that you have everything for every season and you are prepared without being totally overwhelmed, okay? Um, I don't want you to feel like I'm dismissing it, right? But living in a place with seasons does not automatically mean that you have to live a life overwhelmed by laundry. I, I tell you because I am living it, right? Five kids, insane seasons, puddles and mud and mess and everything and snow and hot and sun and rain and thunder within 12 hours, right? <laughs> um, so that is just something that I want you to think about, right? As you go through your clothes, if you are overwhelmed by your clothes, you're going to have to start undoing these thought patterns that you have and these beliefs that you have about clothes. Okay. Fact, a fact you can have variety and a simplified wardrobe, okay? It just requires some strategy and it requires intention on your part. I get it, nobody wants to wear the same white t-shirt and jeans every day for the rest of their life. We like variety, we want to look cute. Clothing is a creative expression for us, right? Like we want, we want our kids to look cute, we, wanna, we want them to feel good, we wanna feel good in our clothes especially because I have, I have a teen, a full-blown teen, and I have a tween, and I want them to feel good in their clothes, right? I want them to have variety. I want them to feel like their clothes represent who they are, right? Like that's just a thing. 
that we do with our clothes and that's okay. But that doesn't mean that you have to have laundry piles and 18,000 different things. If you are strategic and if you are intentional, you can have variety and a simplified wardrobe. I promise you it's possible. And I do cover that inside of the course. Um, Natalie says, I grew up with one season, 90s all the time. So this four season life is really hard to get used to. Yeah, it, it does change. Um, like if you're living in different places, it's like a new skill set, basically, that you have to learn um, for wherever it is that you are living. Um, okay, another fact on this note, this is like part two of the second fact. Without taking inventory of what you have, this is never going to work. Okay, without knowing what you have, you're never going to be able to know what you need. You're never going to be able to keep up, up on, um, you know, if you are rotating out clothes for the next, you know, the, the kids to come or the next season or whatever. If you are not able to keep an inventory, it's not going to work. You're going to waste your time. You're going to waste your money. You're going to waste your space. You're going to waste your mental and emotional energy. You're going to waste your, your you're going to waste the clothes because you're going to forget what you had. You're going to pull it out too late. You have to know how to take an inventory of your clothing and you have to know how to set inventory goals so that moving forward, you are not wasting time, money, energy. Yes. Shop your closet first. Um, but you can't shop your closet first if you have too much, right? If your closet is just piles of clothes all over the place, you can't shop that, right? When you go to the store, if, if everything is just piled in a big pile, you're like, I don't want to shop here because I can't tell what this stuff is. I can't tell what I'm looking at. The same is true in your house, which is why if you have too many clothes, if you have too many bins stored that you didn't take an inventory of, if you have clothes piled on your couches and shoved under the bed and in bags and boxes, you don't shop your house first. You go buy new clothes because it's easier to go buy new clothes and get what you need or want or forgot that you already had and you go buy it, right? That's exactly what happened for me when I kept all of the bins and boxes and saved it for the future kids and all of the things. It was like, okay, I have all this stuff here, but I don't know what it is. I... I don't think it fits anymore and it's way too much work. I'm just going to go get some new clothes from the thrift store, right? Which is what I did, which is why we have this huge, crazy supply and demand issue and everyone is drowning in stuff. Okay. Okay. Here is another fiction. I'm going to give you one more fiction and then I'm going to give you some questions to ask yourself moving forward so that you can figure out how you want to declutter your kids clothes. Okay. Fiction. You have to have clothes for every possible occasion. Okay. This kind of goes along with the variety thing. You know, people are like, I need outfits for their first birthday. I need outfits for Thanksgiving. I need Christmas outfits. I need Easter outfits. I need church outfits, but I don't want people to think that my kids repeat outfits. So they need eight different church outfits. Um, I need whatever, right? Like, you do not have to have clothes for every possible occasion. 
you might want them, which is okay, right? But don't tell yourself, if you are overwhelmed by the amount of laundry that you have, do not tell yourself that this is required, okay? That's societal pressure, right? That's your family's pressure. That's your comparisonitis coming from yourself, right? Those are all things that are not essential, right? You might want them. And if you do, great. And if you're not overwhelmed by it, fantastic, right? The whole point of decluttering is to make it work for you so that you have room for the things that you do want, but it's not required. So don't tell yourself that it's required and this is the life that you're stuck with because you need clothes for birthdays and holidays and play dates and church and, and pictures and blah, blah, blah. You don't. If you want it, that's okay. But do it because you want it and do it because you have the time and energy to give it, not because of outside pressure or comparisonitis or fear of like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think of me if my kid has two church dresses that she alternates between? Who cares, right? Who cares? If people are judging you for that, they're probably not the kinds of friends that you want to have anyway. Okay. Um, now, some questions to ask yourself about clothes is what purpose do you want the clothes to serve your family, right? Clothes serve a purpose and they can serve a lot of things. They can serve at the most basic levels. Obviously we're clothed, right? We have clothes, but do you want it to be a creative expression and extension of yourself? Um, do you want your kids to have clothes that are a creative expression and extension of themselves? I want that for my daughter, my, my tween daughter, um, she loves colorful rainbow, funny cat, like types of clothes and cat ear headbands and things like that. I want her, I want that as a purpose, right? That serves a purpose for her. That is important to her. She feels good about that. She feels good when she has clip-in extensions that are rainbow in her hair, right? Um, that's a purpose and that's okay. Um, maybe that is your, you know, your purpose, right? Maybe you really love dressing up your, your kids and your girls, right? I have two girls who are under two years apart and I love to dress them up. I just got them matching <laughs> leopard pants and hoodies, right? Um, I, I got that for them because I'm like, oh my gosh, two girls, like two tiny girls who, who wear whatever I put on them. Of course I want to maximize on this time of my life, right? But I'm not drowning in clothes, right? I'm not drowning in clothes. I'm not blowing my budget on clothes. I'm sticking to my means and I'm sticking to what I know I can, I am willing to work for, right? Um, I want my kids to wear a uniform. I've done that before too, Natalie. Um, actually, remind me to talk about that if I, if I forget. Um, but that's what I want, right? I got Tara these really cute rompers um because i'm like this is my last baby and this is my last girl i want i want to go all out like she's gonna have ridiculous ruffle butt <laughs> outfits <laughs> that tie and are over the top and in my budget and it's gonna be fun right like that's what i want to do right now that's a purpose for me um maybe it's um being a better consumer which is another thing that's really important to me i'm kind of conflicted because right now with the quarantine I, Tara and Kaylee literally both outgrew their clothes 
like to the point where they don't fit. They literally don't fit. And all of our consignment stores are closed. And I had to order brand new online. So I spent a lot more than I didn't, that I wanted to spend. But one of the things that is important to me is to be a better consumer. And I don't mind using consignment stores, right? I actually enjoy it because I do want to be a better consumer. Um, but I didn't get to do that this time, which is fine with me. Right. But maybe that's one of the purposes, you know, of your clothes and your wardrobe is like, be a better consumer. Maybe one of your purposes are, or I guess purpose isn't the right word, but like your values get clear on what your values are. Right. Maybe your values are to buy these clothes for your kids and use them for all of your kids as much as you possibly can. Right. Especially if you have kids that are close in age and you don't want to be buying new clothes all of the time. Um, but do that now. Okay. So Natalie, um, said, I want my kids to wear a uniform and she has three kids who are like five and under or something like that. She has a, a lot of kids in a close range. And when my kids, when we moved to Florida, my kids went, we went, the Montessori school that I worked at was a uniform school and they had like a week's worth of uniforms that were like khaki pants and their their uniform shirts and that was basically their wardrobe they had like three outfits for the weekend that were not uniforms and it was amazing it was so easy because they were at those ages where they were really picky about what they wanted to wear and it made everything so easy of like you don't have a choice you have to wear the green shirt and the khaki pants <laughs> um they had red and green shirts and they had khaki pants um and it was really easy and it was awesome. It was amazing. And I didn't regret it at all, at all, at all. At all. Um, oh, nice. You're a Montessori teacher. Nice. Okay. Um, now the next and final questions that I want you to ask yourself when it comes to your clothing is how much of your life do you want to spend dedicated to clothes? Really? How much of your life do you want to spend doing this? Right. How much of your life do you want to spend washing and folding and putting away? How much of your life do you want to spend sorting and storing and labeling and pulling out and putting back, right? How much of your life do you want to spend thinking about this? Like how much of your life do you want to spend creating a strategy for how you're going to do clothes, which by the way, the course will simplify it for you. So you don't have to do the strategy. I give you this strategy instead of that course. Um, how much of your time do you want to spend buying clothes, right? Um, and when it comes to buying clothes, you have to ask yourself, because you're buying it in two ways, you have to spend money on it, but you also have to spend time making the money that you're spending on it, right? So how much of your time and money do you want to spend on your clothes, right? How much of your time do you want to spend swapping them out for seasons or sizes or all of these things? Yeah, Natalie says as little as possible me too. Um, which is one of the reasons that I, I don't take this for what it's worth. You do whatever works best for you. I don't buy seasons and sizes in advance because then that means I have to figure out how to store it then I have to label it. Then I have to remember to pull it out. Like if I'm going to go shopping, I'm going to do it in the moment, right? I'm going to be like, my kids outgrew their clothes. Let's go hit up the consignment store. <laughs> um, because it, that for me saves me time. It saves me time and I can do it on a budget. Um, so, um, 
in the blog that I write, I am going to share with you guys how I'm saving some things for Tara, who just woke up, <laughs> um, and how I'm doing that exactly. And when I post up that blog, I will give you guys the information about the course that I'm making that gives you the, the strategy on how to create your inventory, how to update your inventory, how to figure out how you're going to store this all, how the whole entire strategy behind simplifying your kids' clothes for your specific family and your specific needs and your specific demogra or demographics, geographic area and all of the things, right? Um, that will be inside of the, inside of the course or inside of the blog. The course itself won't be available for a couple more months, but I will give you the option to get on the wait list to get access to that course. Um, it'll be a low cost course, like $30 or under. Um, but I'm offering it to current course moms first, um, because I want them to get inside of it and give me feedback on it so that I can improve it for you all before I release it to the general public. Um, so if you take advantage of the Mother's Day sale happening, which is for clutter-free motherhood, um, you will get access to that course for free as a bonus, which is pretty awesome. Um, I'm super excited about that. I'll put the link to get that in, um, in the comments, but Tara just woke up and she's about to lose it. So I'll see you guys all later. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.